Concerns about appearing greedy or feeling inadequate, your concerns about privacy and paranoia about your own lack of financial knowledge are some of the reasons why a lot of us absolutely dread talking about our finances and our money. But it's really important for you to buckle down and have some of those critical conversations with your spouse and your family and your financial planner. We have one leg of the triad there with financial Barb Swiatek. Thanks for joining us today for Retire Financially Fit, along with Barbara Swiatek of SF Financial of Colorado Springs. I'm your host, Ralph Hip. Barb's the founder of SF Financial, has been helping families right there in the middle of Colorado retire for over 20 years. And you can reach Barb at the team as you're listening to our show. Jot this down or put it in your contacts, 800-883-1518. That's 800-883-1518. Her website is retirefinanciallyfit.com. And here is the real Barb Swiatek. Barb, how are you? <laughs> I'm very good. Thank you. Uh, it's just a, an awesome day. I'm looking forward to our show where we can help folks retire financially fit. Oh, always enjoy it very much. Barb, if you want to take a sip of coffee, we want to start with Aretha Franklin. I want to detail this for our audience and then get back to you for your reaction of this. Okay. So Aretha Franklin, the the queen of, of pop and soul mm-hmm. and R&B, she died about five years ago at the age of 76 without any formal or typewritten will. She had it written out on notepaper, and Anise found some different sets of those handwritten papers in her home near Detroit. Now, one of the 2014 documents named her son Kelf Franklin as the executor of the estate and left Kelf and his family uh, Aretha's home. It's a million-dollar home when she died, and it's worth much more today. Kelf got most everything. And there was another handwritten document from 2010 naming one of her other sons, Ted White II, as executor. So Aretha Franklin's overall assets were more than $4 million. Okay, so we're seeing even the rich and the famous make some big mistakes when it comes to legacy plans. So when Aretha died without that formal will, and the three of her sons went to court disputing a couple of different documents, we had the one handwritten naming the executor of the estate. So Barb, here's what happened. If you read all this in the paper or had seen it on television, The jury in Michigan found that the 2014 handwritten document is a valid will. It met all the requirements, so the decision went in favor of her sons, Kelf and Edward. Son Ted White II argued in favor of his 2010 documents. So as we start the show today, let's get Kelf's reaction to that decision. I think that's a great thing. I think that uh, she'll be very happy and she's proud right now. But Kelf has no hard feelings about his brother, Ted White II. No, I love my brother. Okay, so Barb, so that's the story on Aretha Franklin, and sadly, she just had the handwritten notes when, you know, she probably had all the lawyers in the stable at the recording company at her disposal, but with the two notes, and did you read a lot of the Aretha Franklin story, and what's your reaction to that? Well, I did read, I remember when all that was happening, and really, it happens quite often, and not just to the rich and the famous, and it certainly can tear apart a family. And and I'm sure that Aretha would not have wanted her sons to have to go to court. But if her documents had been in order, all of this could have been kept private and there would not have been any misunderstanding. You know, there was another similar situation to this one, which was regarding Prince. He died in 2016 and he didn't have a will and the family was in court going through probate for over six years. Oh my goodness. So all of this can be certainly avoided if we go through the proper proper steps. Right. I believe a prince, he died at home in Minnesota, I believe in the elevator of his house, but no will at all. So that was very difficult. Mm-hmm. Barb, uh, so let's take it to the level of helping everybody out here. Talk about why it's so important for people to get over their hangups about discussing their finances for retirement, especially with their spouse. 
and uh, finances, and we will always include that estate and wills and trusts and things of that nature. So why is it so important for people to get over those hangups and talk about it? Well, you know, there are a lot of beliefs and ideas surrounding finances, and sometimes we're embarrassed or we were brought up to not talk about finances. Maybe one of the spouses has handled all the finances throughout you know, your married life, but part of retirement planning, and especially if you're married, is understanding what each of you want in retirement. You both have dreams and goals and things that you want to do. You arrived at retirement together, and now you're going to go through retirement together, and you need to discuss what that looks like. What I would hope is that you would start way before retirement discussing your finances, but if not, it's never too late to get started. Barb, let me also chime in before we go to some other questions here about legacy and inheritance goals. Do you do any estate planning there at SF Financial? Do you talk with people about what happens after the retirement years and when uh, someone loses a spouse or loses a family member? Do you do a lot of counseling on that? We do. Absolutely. It is part of our financial endurance plan. It is that fifth area. So we do spend a lot of uh, time with that just because it, it would be an incomplete plan if we didn't. So very, very important. And yes, that is, is something that we take our clients through as we, as we work with them. So friends, uh, please do get that on your radar with estate planning, and Barbara can help you with that. SF Financial, it's 800-883-1518. Her website is retirefinanciallyfit.com. And golly, Barb, your book is Retire Financially Fit, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Okay. Well, how do you help guide those families in the discussions of legacy and inheritance goals? And a lot of the time, they don't even have a vision or a mission, but how can you help them with their goals on that? Well, and this is part of what we do when we create a financial endurance plan for our clients. We start talking about what's important. Do they want to leave a legacy for their children or their grandchildren? Is it important to leave a legacy for a church or a charity? You know, for some people, when we start the discussion, I find out that they're not interested in leaving a legacy. They they want to spend all of their money that they worked hard for during their retirement years and the kids Well, they'll need to take care of things themselves. You know, there's no right or wrong answer. Maybe you gave your children their college education, a nice wedding, maybe even helped them with the down payment on their home. And now you're focusing on your retirement and it's not important to plan for leaving something behind for them. So every person is different. Uh, There's no right or wrong. We just need to create a plan that's best for you. Barb, does that happen a lot where we go, I'm just taking care of my wife and me, my husband and me. Or uh, do you see quite often that they don't leave any estate or legacy for the kids? Uh, I'm seeing probably a good mixture of both, you know, where uh, you've got folks that it's like very, very important that they leave that legacy, um, everything that they can for their kids and their grandkids. Others, it's like, no, we're going to take care of ourselves and our kids are, a lot of times I hear, well, my kids are making more than we ever made. And so Ah, I'm not going to worry about it. So you never know. Well, for the couple, we'll focus on them as they plan. So where does the estate and legacy planning fit into their overall retirement income strategy with that? Any, any cases you come across? Well, retirement planning includes income planning as well as estate and legal planning. However, when we're looking at retirement income planning and we're wanting to leave a legacy, we approach income planning differently. So for example, part of an income strategy is how to take wise distributions from your accounts. So if we want to leave a legacy for your family, you'll take distributions differently. Maybe you look at using uh, the accounts first that you're going to pay the taxes on and not take from maybe a Roth, which you could pass on without taxes to your beneficiaries. So just a lot of different strategies that we may consider uh, depending on if legacy is important or not. 
Barb, talk to me and our audience about the strategies to help make sure there is something left over for their loved ones if they have some inheritance goals in mind. Well, one strategy, Ralph, that ensures there is something left over for your loved ones is using life insurance. You know, life insurance provides tax-free money for your beneficiaries. It can pay off a mortgage, pay for college, replace lost income. And unfortunately, what I see most of the time, Ralph, is that folks are underinsured. They don't understand the power of life insurance, and it can be used in so many ways, and it's appreciated when received. You know, I've never had a spouse turn down a life insurance benefit or tell Mm -hmm. me that it was too much. That just doesn't happen. So that's certainly an area that we discuss to see if that is relevant for them. Barb, I've done some research and heard about LERPs, L-I-R-Ps. Is that what you're Mm -hmm. referring to? The life insurance retirement plan? It's called a LERP. Yep, that is Uh one of them. Yep. And there's others, um, you know, some call it uh, banking on yourself, infinite banking. Mm -hmm. There's lots of different uh, programs that are out there. But yes, just using a tool for part of your uh, legacy planning, and that is using life insurance. Well, if you'd like some more tools in your toolkit and get in touch with Barb Swiatek at SF Financial and Barb's number and call her when you can, 800-883-1518, 883-1518, right there in the heart of Colorado. And Barb, I'm sure there are people, uh, I listen on my phone occasionally, wherever I am. People mm-hmm. all over the country could listen to our show and they can call you from anywhere, I guess. You could have yes, a conference with anybody anywhere. Yeah, yes, yeah. and I do. I, I talk to people all over the U.S. Oh, sure. That's great. Well, let's talk about the people who do not want to leave that big inheritance to their family. So when you go through that, how does that change their planning needs? Well, ultimately, a retirement plan needs to be in place no matter if you want to leave a big inheritance or not. I mean, this is your life and your retirement, and I want to make sure that we've solved the concerns of living the life you imagined in retirement, knowing when you can retire and when to take Social Security or start your pensions and not worry about running out of money, even if you live another 20, 30, or 40 years. And if part of your plan includes taking care of your family when you're gone, I want to make sure that we've addressed each of these things in your comprehensive retirement plan. And to review for our listeners what a comprehensive retirement plan looks like, it should include the five key areas, which is income, investment, tax, health and long-term care, and estate legacy planning. And we've created a financial endurance plan that we personalize for each of our clients, and it addresses each of these areas and helps our clients retire financially fit. That is great. And nearly 70% of us don't have any written financial plan. That's pretty risky, Barb. And people without a plan, they tend to feel less confident about their future, don't they? They sure do. And I know a lot of you are worried that you haven't saved enough or that you won't even be able to retire. And I know that most of you don't have a written financial plan and a written financial plan can help you feel more financially stable. So if you're listening to me right now and you don't have a retirement income strategy, I invite you to call and start the conversation with a retire financially fit strategy session. This session is complimentary. There's no obligation but it is for listeners of today's show who've saved at least 250000 for retirement. Give us a call at 800-883-1518 and ask for your Retire Financially Fit strategy session. And the things that we're going to talk about, the strategies that we use, they're all designed to help make sure the money won't run out no matter how long you live in retirement. Give us a call, 800-883-1518. 
Well, Barb, as always mentioned, her goal is helping you have your money last as long as you do. And we've talked about having it last longer than you do. So, Barb, thanks for all your thoughts on estate and legacy planning. Don't go anywhere, folks. We have a lot more of Retire Financially Fit. This is Ralph Hipp along Mike's side with Barb Swiatek of SF Financial. We'll take a brief break here and be right back with more critical financial information right after this. Barbara Switek's new book was written to take the confusion out of retirement planning. To secure your copy of Retire Financially Fit, call 800-883-1518. That's 800-883-1518. Quarters, just 25 cents. That's hardly anything, right? But Barbara Switek and her team at SF Financial Services see quarters a little differently. A quarter is a lot when it's a quarter of your retirement savings. Do you want to pay 25% or more in taxes during your retirement? Barbara can create a plan to help address taxes in retirement. If the only time you think about taxes is when you file them, you don't have a tax strategy. But it's not too late to get one. With help from Barbara Switek, act now to make sure you're not paying a quarter, dime, or even a penny more than you should. To learn more about how taxes could impact your retirement and ways you can potentially lower your future tax bill, get Barbara Swiatek's new book, Retire Financially Fit. To get your free copy, call SF Financial Services now, 800-883-1518. A quarter saved is a quarter earned. Call 800-883-1518. Firm may not give tax advice. Barbara Swiatek is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Can your nest egg withstand the challenges of a 21st century retirement? Find out with a complimentary guide from Barbara Switek. Download your copy today at retirefinanciallyfit.com. That's retirefinanciallyfit.com. Welcome back to this weekend's edition of Retire Financially Fit. And along with Barb Switek of SF Financial, I'm Ralph Hipp. Millions of us have our retirement money in something like a 401k, IRA. We all know what those are, but there are a lot of other details about them. As a whole, U.S. retirement assets are more than $32 trillion, and over half of it, more than $19 trillion, is in individual retirement accounts and defined contribution plans. Barb, I've heard, if our federal debt, which it could be more than $32 trillion, the folks in Washington could go, well, let's just take all of your money, we'll be out of debt, and you live on your own. So <laughs> that's not a solution. <laughs> Mathematically, no. that would work. We, we, that's not what we want to happen, is it? No, it's not. And I don't think that the people would be very happy. The voters would not be happy with that. No, No, I think we'd have riots in the streets. So what happens with uh, our IRA 401k to hang on to as much of that as we can? So a lot of you are building up your savings in some type of a retirement account. You you know, you've already made the right decision there. The, the decision is to save, and that's certainly the right choice. But I want to help you learn about all the other decisions that you need to make when it comes to taking money out of your different retirement accounts. And, and that's what we're going to go into um, during this segment. Right. As we get into some of these options for your accounts, and listen very closely, friends, you need to understand that the kind of a 401k you're in or IRA you create, the kind you have really matters when it comes to how your retirement income is going to be taxed, doesn't it, Barb? Yes, it does. I mean, when you're planning for a retirement income that you can't outlive, you can't forget about taxes, for example, and how much you'll owe in taxes during retirement is going to depend on a combination of how your income is generated 
and the dollar amount of your income. So I just wanted to review some of the different types of accounts and some of them we're familiar with, but we might not understand some of the details. So first we have those pre-tax retirement accounts and some of the most common pre-tax accounts are those 401ks, the traditional IRAs, TSPs, 403Bs, 457s, and generally the savers were given a tax deduction when they made a contribution. And then they're gonna owe taxes when they take withdrawals from these pre-tax retirement accounts. Now there's also post-tax retirement accounts, and that would be your Roths. And you can take tax-free retirement income from a Roth IRA and a Roth 401k. And those Roth 401ks um, are newer. A lot of folks um, don't have that offered through their employer, but if you do, it's something that you may want to really take advantage of because unlike a traditional IRA, you won't get a tax deduction for contributing to the Roth account, but your growth and then later on your withdrawals are all tax-free in retirement. So there, there are powerful tools that a lot of times we just, we don't know what we don't know. And I would like to see mm-hmm. people take more advantage, uh, certainly of their Roth 401ks and IRAs. Well, so that you do know what you need to know, you can get with Barb Swiatek, and we're talking about 401ks and, and Roths and IRAs right now. And Barb's number, once again, is 800-883-1518 in the Colorado Springs area. So with your 401k or your IRA, it's also very important that you know the rules for taking money out of those accounts. Barb, what do we need to know about when we have to start taking those RMDs, those required minimum distributions when we're 73? Well, Ralph, when you need to start taking those RMDs, those required minimum distributions, we have to keep an eye on it because certainly the rules can change. I mean, it used to be uh, you had to start taking those at 70 and a half. And then it got moved to age 72, and now it's age 73. So this means, you know, if you have not started taking withdrawals from your IRAs, your TSPs, your 401ks, 403bs, those accounts that you've never paid taxes on, then you're going to need to start the year that you turn 73. And if you don't take them when you're supposed to, you're going to pay a 25% penalty on the money that you were supposed to take. And then when you do take the RMD, along with the current year RMD and all of your other income, it could push you into a higher tax bracket. And bottom line, penalties and taxes, they reduce your account balance, and ultimately, you're going to have less to spend on your retirement. Right. So for your questions about the timing of which accounts to be in, when to pull that money out in RMDs, get in touch with Barb. And once again, that phone number is 800-883-1518. Barb, you had touched on this a moment ago. There are a couple of issues to talk about when we discuss taking money out of our accounts. So there are the taxes that apply when we are withdrawing income and penalties for those of us who don't follow the rules. So what do we need to know about that as a retiree? Well, Ralph, you know, as I just mentioned, we don't want to reduce our accounts by paying unnecessary taxes and penalties. This is just poor planning and literally it can cost you hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. As it is, your accounts are going to be reduced by taking your RMDs, but at least you were able to spend the money on your lifestyle. But when your account is reduced by taxes and fees, that didn't benefit you at all. So we got to be very, very careful that we understand and know the rules. That's part of the advantage of working with an advisor whose focus is on retirement planning. They can make sure that you don't make those kind of mistakes and that you're taking wise distributions from your accounts. So to recap what Barb has said on those pre-tax retirement accounts, some of the most common pre-tax ones are your 401k, your traditional IRA, the 403b, and the 457. 
where savers were given a tax deduction when they made a contribution, and you'll owe taxes when you take withdrawals from your pre-tax retirement accounts. Now, the post-tax accounts that Barb talked about, the Roth IRAs, you can take tax-free retirement income from a Roth IRA or a Roth 401k, and it's not like a traditional IRA where you won't get a tax deduction for your contributions to a Roth account, but your growth and your withdrawals are tax-free when you are doing that in retirement. So, uh, Barb, also, how important is it to have a withdrawal strategy for taking money out of our accounts? And is, there, is, is it good to have more than one type of withdrawal strategy when we're getting close to doing that? Certainly identifying the best strategies for you is going to be very important. And it's, it's really essential to not running out of money and not paying more than you need to in taxes and not missing an RMD or taking out too much too fast and determining how and which account you're going to take your money from. It's really all part of the financial endurance plan, which we create for our clients. And that's designed to help our clients endure the many years of retirement. And the the financial endurance plan, it has five key areas of retirement planning, which are income, investment, tax, health and long-term care, and estate legacy planning. Income planning, which includes withdrawal strategies, that's the first key area. And among many other things, it will help you take wise distributions from your accounts. And sometimes those strategies are multiple. You know, there are several things that we're going to do to make sure that we have income that's going to last for the rest of your life. Well, we also want to let you know about the retirement toolkit that Barb is offering, helping you gain a lot more knowledge about your retirement. Barb and SF Financial had the toolkit just for you when you act right away. So it starts with Barbara's book, Retire Financially Fit. It's about 105 pages. You could possibly read it in a weekend with your family. You can also get some great information guides on paying too much in taxes, will my money last, and a lot more. So to get the toolkit right after the show and next week, 800-883-1518, 800-883-1518. Barb's website is retirefinanciallyfit.com and get a hold of one of those toolkits. Back to the topic of RMDs, those required minimum distributions, they can trigger those steep penalties if you don't follow the rules, so I'll remind you again about that. And you don't want these penalties and those possibly higher taxes swiping away at what you've saved. You know, they're going to pick away, pick away, pick away at that, and you have less to spend on what you want to spend it for, leaving you with a fraction of the money that you've been counting on. So, Barb, how can we kind of fight back on that? Well, if you were to make a mistake with your required minimum distributions from your IRA, or other retirement accounts, the penalty for not taking the full amount of your RMD is 25% of the amount that you should have taken. And in addition to the income taxes on the distribution that you're going to have to take. So in retirement, there are so many things that you need to keep track of and stay on schedule. And if you want to start the conversation about your retirement income, then I invite you to give us a call and reserve your very own Retire Financially Fit Strategy Session. It is for listeners of today's show. So if you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, I want you to give us a call at 800-883-1518 and we can work to answer your strategy questions. There's no cost, there's no obligation, but it is for listeners of today's show. So 800-883-1518. Barb, if we try to go online and do our own research and try to do this ourselves, There's a lot of risk for making mistakes on withdrawals and IRA activity. There are. And as a matter of fact, before this year, the penalty used to be 50%. 50, half of it. Half of it. Yeah. So it was a huge penalty. It was a just for an innocent mistake most of the time. And 
now with the new rules of of going from uh, you know taking your RMDs at at seventy two now it's seventy three. Mm-hmm. With that, they also reduced the penalty to twenty five percent, which is still substantial, and um, it's just not necessary. And so, yes, you can do a lot of research, but. I just find that you're just going to, you need the support that someone whose focus is on retirement planning, this is what we do. And this is how we can help you is to make sure your plan is in place. And through that plan, it talks about when you need to take those RMDs to make sure that we're not going to run into any penalties because really penalties and taxes, they just continue to withdraw your account. And this is not money that you get to use for your own retirement for what you want it for. Absolutely. Barb, as we get ready to go to another break here, uh, what is a huge mistake that people would make when they're trying to do it themselves? Usually just missing the timing. There's wording in there. It's like, okay, it's the year that you turned 73. Well, I don't file my taxes until, you know, next year and in April. And so how do I do this? So I find that um, how all of that works, but then also calculating how much you need to be taking. That's the other caveat. And a lot of folks don't realize that they can take RMDs from individual accounts, but you also could take it from one account to satisfy the RMD requirements of of multiple accounts that you may have. And so folks don't understand or know that. And the beauty of that is, let's just say one of your accounts is not uh, doing well. Well, to maybe avoid taking money out of that account and give it a chance to recover might be a better option or strategy. So we look at all of that and strategize for our clients. So even for one account, the RMD from one would satisfy the requirements. Yeah. Correct. Yes. Okay. Hey, you're listening to Retire Financially Fit, and this is Ralph Hip along with Barb Swiatek of SF Financial. If IRA means ATM to you, you're spending down your savings too quickly and running out of money. That's an option you cannot afford, and we'll talk more about that right after you listen to this break. We'll be back. Take charge and give yourself the tools for a successful retirement. Receive your Retire Financially Fit Toolkit today, tailored to your retirement goals and needs. Visit retirefinanciallyfit.com. That's retirefinanciallyfit.com. Imagine for a moment that an intense storm is pounding your house. Will your roof leak? Will the siding peel away? Will your basement flood? If your house is properly built and maintained, you'll be fine. What about your 401k or your investments? The stock market has had a great run the last few years. But is its current turmoil making you feel uneasy? Are you confident your portfolio is built to weather a financial storm? Now may be a great time to see if your retirement plan is built to last. In her book, Retire Financially Fit, Barbara Swiatek talks about what you need to do before you retire to make sure your retirement is on solid ground. To get your free copy of Retire Financially Fit, call Barbara Swiatek and the team at SF Financial Services today at 800-883-1518 Don't let your retirement get caught in the rain. 800-883-1518. That's 800-883-1518. Barbara Swiatek is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc. Registered investment advisor. Investing involves risk. For more insight on retirement planning, check out Barb's new podcast. Just search for the best of Retire Financially Fit on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Whether it's a 401k or your IRA that you have for retirement, one thing for sure, you can't treat your retirement account like a big piggy bank or ATM. We're talking with Barb Swiatek on Retire Financially Fit about strategies to recommend. What do you recommend, Barb, if you're hitting that IRA all the time to get some (laughs) much-needed cash? 
Well, you're right, Ralph. You can't treat your 401k or your IRA like an ATM. You need a strategy. Not a good idea. No, not a good idea. So the strategy that we need to create is for how to withdraw money from those accounts so that uh, you're sure that you won't run out of money in retirement. And there are several different strategies. So let me just give you a few of them. So for example, there's something that's called, you know, you're just going to take a fixed dollar withdrawal. And that means each month you're going to just take X amount of money and it doesn't change. The challenge with this strategy is when the account that holds your 401k or IRA just experienced a loss because now your account is down and you also are going to be taking that withdrawal. And so it gets hit pretty hard. Another option is to limit withdrawals to income. And so what does that mean? Well, it means that you would look at all of your income sources, and this could be your social security, your pension, maybe rental income, and then review your expenses. And the difference is what you would take out of your retirement accounts. Now, another option is something that's called a bucket approach, or you're going to bucket your money. And with that, you know, you're looking at maybe taking more money out on the front end of your retirement when you're younger and you want to do more things. And then you're going to take less during that middle time of your retirement and possibly even less uh, later on, or you could reverse those two buckets. So it's just um, more of a a bucket approach. It's a, a good way to visualize for how you're going to take your money out. Also minimizing your RMDs. And this can happen by starting to take some withdrawals from your retirement accounts earlier than age 73. And this helps take the pressure off or lower those account balances uh, so that instead of having this big amount that you have to take when it's time to take your RMDs, you're starting uh, to take your withdrawals a bit sooner. And then there's also account sequence And that can help minimize taxes. And this strategy is because there's volatility in the stock market and um, how and when to take distributions in different times is very important. So there's hybrids of all of these things. There's other options as well. Just know there's a lot of different strategies when it comes to how do we take income Mm -hmm. and uh, how do we take distributions from our accounts. And that's what we help our clients figure out what's best for them. Barb, can you define account sequences a little more specifically for us? And what do those mean in terms of minimizing our tax take? Well, certainly um, the sequence, sequence being how you're going to take those withdrawals, but that's also dependent on the sequence of what's happening in those accounts. So if we have these accounts being held in the stock market, we have sequence of return. And so if maybe one year, like last year, where the market was down 22%, Mm -hmm. You know, that is that the best time to then also be taking your withdrawals from there? And if it's time for you to take RMDs, you don't have a choice. But if you do have some choices, then, you know, we can wait possibly, uh, then that that changes everything. So it's just understanding our accounts and how they're being taxed and how we're looking and viewing our different accounts so that we're getting the most out of them and ideally not using them as a piggy bank and certainly not, mm, um, no. you know, not draining them down and just being careful and taking wise distributions. So listening to you as a financial expert, Barb, to me as uh, the one who comes to the mount and listens to your words of wisdom, it seems to be, or the the timing and the ways that we do that. Absolutely. Yeah. So Barb had mentioned uh, those strategies include on your distribution, taking fixed dollar withdrawals, limiting those withdrawals to your income, create an income floor, bucket your money, minimize those RMDs, and use those account sequences we talked about. Barb, how do we then figure how much income we'll need for those different accounts to generate? Is there a way that that they can calculate that or you help them do that? Well, that's where I find a lot of times we just don't know, again, what we don't know. So the first thing that really needs to happen is to determine how much will you need on a monthly basis to give you the lifestyle that you desire. 
And then we identify all the different income sources that you have. And this could be your pension, social security, maybe rental income. And then we subtract the expenses from the income. And that difference is what we need our retirement accounts to generate. And we can't forget about taxes and inflation. It's all part of creating a personalized, comprehensive retirement plan. And we want to make sure that you have income that's going to last for the rest of your life. So to have Barb and the team at SF Financial help you do that, once again, her number is 800-883-1518. Put it in your contacts and jot it down, 800-883-1518. Barb, uh, some folks who are listening to the show, they might want to take their traditional IRA or 401k, that's tax deferred, and then do a Roth conversion, convert that into a Roth account so they can have those tax-free withdrawals later. What do we need to know about that conversion? Well, Ralph, I can tell you that you're not going to get around paying taxes on your 401k, your IRA, TSP, 457, 403b. And I also can tell you that on January 1 of 2026, taxes are scheduled to go up. So knowing that, a lot of people are converting their traditional accounts to Roth accounts. And when you do this, it creates a taxable event meaning that the year that you convert a traditional account to a Roth account, you're going to need to pay taxes on the amount that you converted. And it's recommended that you have the money in a checking, savings, or brokerage account to pay the taxes on the conversion rather than taking it out of the account money that you're, you're trying to convert. So by doing this, the advantage is, is you're never going to need to pay taxes on this money again and worry about you know where the taxes could be in the future. So it's a great tool. Is it for everyone? It may not be. There are analysis that can be run to help determine if this is the right thing for you to, to consider and really just start understanding and knowing the numbers. And, uh, you know, sometimes even though someone may want to do it after we run all the numbers, it, it just, it doesn't make sense for them. But most of the time there's a way to do it. And it may not be that we're going to do a conversion all in one lump sum. It may be something that we do over three to five years. And so that goes back into that retirement plan that we're going to create so that we um, do what's in the best interest of our client. And the main thing is, is to make sure that we are not causing their taxes to be too high. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that that would just, uh, that wouldn't be right. So just knowing how to do it and do it correctly and make sure it's right for the client is part of that whole process. Well, Barb, what you're telling me, also listening to you, someday, some way, we're going to pay taxes on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you are. So to recap what Barb has said on this, the Roth conversion could possibly have some additional tax consequences, including additional tax withholding, a loss of certain tax deductions and credits, higher taxes on your benefits you get from Social Security, higher premiums on your Medicare. So remember all that. Everybody ought to consult with a qualified tax advisor regarding IRAs. So we need to create that income strategy for retirement. You've made that pretty clear, Barb, and have a written plan. So when is the best time in your life to get with a trusted financial partner to make all that happen? Well, that's a great question, Ralph, since our show is all about helping families retire financially fit. Ideally, five to 10 years before you're planning to retire is the best time to seek a trusted advisor whose focus is all about retirement planning and get a retirement roadmap put into place. And this roadmap will include an income strategy for your retirement. Well, we'd mentioned not having your IRA account be your piggy bank or your ATM and just start pulling money out of that. Also, how much should we put away to retire? Where should we save it? How do we make sure it'll last long after you leave your job? Those are some of the questions you probably have if you're getting close to retirement. So also some very good questions there, Barb, on income analysis. 
Absolutely. You know, and saving, it's a good start to getting ready for this next chapter of your life, but you need to do more than just save. You need an income strategy after you stop earning a regular paycheck. And if you're listening to me right now and you don't have an income strategy, I invite you to start the conversation with a complimentary Retire Financially Fit strategy session. You know, running out of money is often the biggest fear for so many people. And uh, by starting that relationship with our team, we can help that not be a concern for you. So people, you know, they get caught up in how much they've saved, but what you really need to be thinking about is how much you will spend in retirement. And our strategy session, it's complimentary. There's no obligation, but it is for listeners of today's show. And we're going to address that. So if you've saved at least 250000 for retirement, give us a call at 800 883 1518 and ask for your retire financially fit strategy session. You know, the things that we're going to talk about, the strategies that we use, they're designed to help make sure that your money won't run out no matter how long you live in retirement. So give us a call 800-883-1518. And Ralph, I also want to mention, and I know you've, you've hit on it a couple of times, but I wrote a book, Retire Financially Fit, and our listeners can find it on Amazon. But I'm offering a free copy to our listeners today. And so all you have to do is go to retirefinanciallyfit.com and put in your contact information and we're going to mail it to you. We're going to even pay the postage. It's full of information that you absolutely need to know if you are retired or you're preparing to retire. And there's also several digital downloads when you go to retirefinanciallyfit.com as well. You know, you've worked hard for your retirement and it's not something to take lightly. And I want you to enjoy all the things that you've envisioned your retirement to be. And I want you to not worry about running out of money before you run out of life or retiring and having to go back to work. Use the resources that I've created. Go to retirefinanciallyfit.com right now and get your copy of my paperback book and also all the free digital downloads that are just waiting for you. And if you want to talk further about your retirement, give us a call at 800-883-1518 and set up that strategy session. And it is for listeners of today's show and you need to be serious about retirement planning and have saved at least 250000 for retirement. I truly want you to retire financially fit. That is great, Barb. You have such a great heart in, in helping all these people with their retirement years. And I love that you're offering the free copy of your book, Retire Financially Fit. I have a philosophy, Barb, all the work you put into that book and all the things you know. I like to see writers compensated for their work. And I would not mind going on Amazon and paying you for your work and buying a copy of your book, but that's lovely that you're offering the book for free and free postage to get a copy out right away. And then it could lead to some very great things. Maybe they'll come and visit at your Maybe. office. That would be fantastic. It sure would. Yeah. 800-883-1518 is the number to reach, Barb. Retire Financially Fit is the name of the book and the website and the show. And we'll be back with our final segment for today right after this. So don't go away. More to talk about with our top five retirement questions. You'll want to hear those next. Take the Retire Financially Fit basic training course to get an in-depth look at retirement planning. Take charge and give yourself the tools for a successful retirement by going to retirefinanciallyfit.com to sign up today. 
quarters, just 25 cents. That's hardly anything, right? But Barbara Swiatek and her team at SF Financial Services see quarters a little differently. A quarter is a lot when it's a quarter of your retirement savings. Do you want to pay 25% or more in taxes during your retirement? Barbara can create a plan to help address taxes in retirement. If the only time you think about taxes is when you file them, you don't have a tax strategy. But it's not too late to get one. With help from Barbara Swiatek, act now to make sure you're not paying a quarter, dime, or even a penny more than you should. To learn more about how taxes could impact your retirement and ways you can potentially lower your future tax bill, get Barbara Swiatek's new book, Retire Financially Fit. To get your free copy, call SF Financial Services now, 800-883-1518. A quarter saved is a quarter earned. Call 800-883-1518. Firm may not give tax advice. Barbara Swiatek is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Knocking on the door of retirement? Grab your copy of Barbara Switek's new book, Retire Financially Fit, to answer your most pressing questions about retirement. Call 800-883-1518 today. That's 800-883-1518. Welcome back into Retire Financially Fit, the radio show, and I'm Ralph Hipp along with Barbara Switek of SF Financial. Barb, it's been about three years now, and COVID turned our world upside down. COVID with the pandemic it was unbelievable to me. I was still doing news at that time, one of the biggest stories I'd ever covered. And it affected every person on the planet of any income level, whether they were indigent or wealthy. And it affected every aspect of everything we do. There's never been anything like it. So after it turned our world upside down in 2020 and 2021, now there are some new questions people are asking relating to retirement as we're coming out of this. So with that thought in mind, in our final portion of the show today, we bring you our top five list for this week. Remember David Letterman, Barb? Yes, the, I he do. He had the top 10 list. Yes, he did. Top 10 list of whatever he was talking about. <laughs> whatever, yes. Well, this is serious stuff. The top five, and these are the top five questions about retirement. Before we get to those, Barb, have you seen any changes in the way that people come and talk to you and you have sessions, how they're thinking about retirement after the pandemic post-COVID? Yes, I am, Ralph. I mean, a lot of folks are telling me that they don't think that they'll ever be able to retire. They tell me that they were laid off during COVID and yeah. then that put them behind on their retirement goals. And others tell me that they don't want to go back to work. There's too much risk. And others are telling me that they're helping their parents or their children financially and they're not saving for their own retirement. So things have definitely changed when it comes to retirement planning since the pandemic. And are more people working from home, Barb? And also, they have more family living with them. Uh, what do you see as the status of how people are making their money right now? And I do find that to be true. We have transitioned to more people working from home, and that's great. Um, you know, if they can make it work that way. And uh, certainly, I'm still seeing a lot of folks taking care of one another and, and keeping costs down by moving in and, and sharing those expenses. So you are absolutely correct. Still um, doing that. Yeah, still doing it. Be yes. able to save more money. And I, I go back to what we mentioned earlier about, I'm not saving anything for my kids. It's all, <laughs> all my spouse and me. Yeah. Yes. Well, I don't know if we, do we have a drum roll guys? I don't think we have a drum roll bar, but let's get to the top five retirement questions. After years of low interest rates, of course, those mortgage rates started to toughly 2022. So it's been about a year and a half since the mortgage rates began to skyrocket. Ours is in the twos and threes in our house. So, you know, we, we can't really go anywhere. 
to pay six or seven or eight percent on the mortgage rate. So we're staying where we are and don't want to downsize because we got such a great mortgage rate in 2019. And mm -hmm. th those are Before gone. Before all this started. Yes, they yeah, are gone yeah. for now. Yes. So that's prompting a lot of new questions of whether or not to take a mortgage in retirement. So that is one of our top five questions. Should I get that dream retirement house and take out a new mortgage in retirement? What are your thoughts on that? Well, in retirement, we need to be very careful and understand our cash flow. You know, cash flow is the money coming in from all sources and also the money going out. And if you're going to take out a new mortgage, especially right now when interest rates are high, it's going to create another monthly payment. Do you have the positive cash flow to take on the payment? And in retirement, I prefer my clients not to have a mortgage at all. But if we do take on another payment, we need to know the cash flows there, even with taxes and inflation and how we're going to handle everything. So it's not something to take lightly. And it's something that I'd like to see an analysis done to really help determine if it's the best thing for you to do. I'm sure, Barb, you get some questions about the mortgages that we have already, existing mortgages, and not whether to take out a new one right now. Mm -hmm. So that's another one of our top five questions. So at least two of these are about mortgages. And this question is, should I pay off my mortgage before I retire? And what are some of the factors we ought to really think hard about in making that decision? Well, I don't believe that you can make that decision without having a personalized retirement plan in place. I mean, if you pay off the mortgage, you will have less liquid assets. And if you need the money that you use to pay off the mortgage, you're going to either need to refinance sell or do a reverse mortgage. And all of these things are a response to a decision to pay off the mortgage. So I'd want to know that, uh, you know, that the interest rate on your current mortgage, you know, where that is. And if it's like you were mentioning in the, the twos and threes, that's pretty cheap money. And we also need to know the, the income sources that a client has. And if it's comfortable to take on, you know, a payment during uh, those many years of retirement. And for some people, mm -hmm. They've got great monthly cash flow, and so it may not be an issue. And for others, it might be something that, um, you know, that they should be aware of, that that might not be a wise decision. So, you know, refinancing used to be very popular in the recent years past, but right now uh, with the higher interest rates, I don't see that that's something that uh, folks are, are doing as much unless we're paying off credit card debt and other things like that. So everyone's situation is different. And that's why we get to know our clients and what we're trying to achieve and then help them make wise decisions. You and I have both seen family members move, Barb, and, and my mother-in-law, God rest her soul, my mother-in-law said, you never save money by moving. It always costs some yes, more it does. If, you, if you can stay put where you are. But uh, yeah, it's, it's expensive to move right now. Well, on reverse mortgages, you mentioned that term, and my knowledge of reverse mortgages is only Tom Selleck in a one-minute commercial. <laughs> so you, you want a lot more information I'd on love, that. I'd, I'd rather go to Barb Swiatek. Can you describe a little bit more about what a reverse mortgage is and how that would fit into a strategy? It certainly can. It's not my first choice for folks just because there's a lot of cost involved with doing a reverse mortgage, but I think being educated on what a reverse mortgage is, which is one of the requirements if you are going to go down that path, so you will become better informed. But if I've got someone who needs to stay in their home, maybe they're older and their home is paid off, it may be worth it, especially if they're not interested in passing that home on to their beneficiaries. Okay. But if on the other hand, they are wanting to make sure that the home goes and stays in the family, then that may not be a good choice. So reverse mortgages, it's a tool. And we just have to know, is it the right tool for this job? And you won't know until you run the numbers. Yep. Hey, speaking of having the right tools for the right job, we have that toolkit from Barb and she mentioned her Retire Financially Fit book. 
You can get the copy of the book for free. The postage is free. A lot of other retirement toolkit tools in there at 800-883-1518. And of course, I guess, Barb, we can go to the website and just click and we can order the toolkit. Get, Absolutely. Get in Very whatever, easy. Whatever informational guides we need on the website. Well, we'll talk about something else now, Barb. People often wonder if they're on track with their savings goals. And that brings us to our next top five question about retirement. How much should I have saved at my age? I guess it's how much you have and how old you are, right? <laughs> yep. And there's no pat answer for this. You know, I hear some advisors say, well, you need a million dollars to retire. And I say that that's not true. Nope. Each person's situation is different and it needs to be evaluated differently. So for example, someone who has a pension and social security coming in, and let's say that's a total of $4,000 a month, their home's paid off. They have you know, good cash flow. They have a $2,000 a month budget. They're going to need a lot less than someone that doesn't have a pension and has a monthly budget of $5,000 a month, which we're, that will require them using a lot more of their money that they've saved in their retirement accounts. And if you're single, if you're married, that would make a difference, but we can run the numbers to see if you're on target with your savings or whether you need to start saving more. And one other thing that can make a huge difference in how much you need to have saved for retirement is health and long-term care expenses. And if you're going to self-pay, you're going to have a lot more saved than if you have contained those out-of-pocket expenses with insurance. Well, the big bear in the room and... Thankfully, right now it is a bear. The big bear in the room is the market. We've seen a lot of volatility this year, probably why people are wondering if they'd be better off putting their money someplace else. So that is our next question, Barb. And this question is, my 401k is down a lot right now. So should I stop the contributions and do something else with that money? Like maybe put it in the bank or pay down my debt? And those are great questions, Ralph. And the answer is going to be different for everyone that I speak with. And I'd want to know, when are you planning to retire? How much are you contributing to your 401k? Are you getting a match? How are you allocated in your 401k? Are you taking on too much risk? Do you have credit card debt? Do you have a mortgage payment? What's the interest rate on your mortgage? So you want to be consistent with your saving. Where and how you save, that can be adjusted. But all of these questions and many more are really part of having a plan that's in place for your retirement. And for our clients, it's part of the financial endurance plan that's going to help you endure the many years of retirement and make wise decisions. Right. I know a lot of you out there, folks, as you're listening to the show, when you're you know, thinking of hitting pause on the 401k, I hear a lot of people are asking, Barb, I can't give up that maximum match from my company in my 401k just to try to knock down that 22% on my credit card. So I'm going to stick with what I've got. And a lot of people are, are making those decisions. Yeah. We have one more on our top five list, again, relating to market volatility. And this question is, Barb, how do I figure out the best time to get out of the markets? And then how do I get back in? That's a good one. <laughs> it is. And Ralph, this is called trying to time the market. And I don't know anyone who has a crystal ball that can answer when exactly you should be getting in and when you should be getting out of the market. And that's why you need to have an investment plan. It's a plan that you're not running on emotion, that you know it's gonna be consistent. We understand um, you know, the ups and downs of the market and we're not trying to time anything. You just work the plan. So it helps um, eliminate a lot of the concerns. You're just making sure that how you're allocated is in line with your comfort level and your risk level. And that also, that not everything that you have invested is in the stock market, you know, that we have diversification. That helps uh, lower the risk as well. So a lot of things to consider, but um, trying to time the market 
I, I don't mm. know how you can do it. I mean, I have the crystal ball, but it doesn't talk to me very often. Not all the time. No. <laughs> no. Timing the market. That's how we can have more to save and put away and in our IRAs and everything. My final question to you, Barb, what other questions are you hearing a lot from your clients right now? Well, Ralph, the two big questions I hear a lot are, how is inflation going to affect my retirement and how are taxes going to affect my retirement? And those two questions then lead into when can I retire? When will my money, you know, how long will my money last? You know, what about um, inflation over 10 years? You know, these are just things um, that folks are concerned about and that I hear over and over again. And the whole idea is knowing that taxes are going up, that we strategize for that and that we minimize our taxes uh, later on so that more dollars stay in your pocket and not go out to just the IRS. And as far as really all of these questions about when you can retire, will your money last? Have you saved enough? It's going to be unique to each person. And that's why we offer that complimentary strategy session to determine if you're on track or if you'd benefit from working with me. Barb, thank you again so much. We've come to the end of another terrific hour. Love talking with you about all this. And uh, all of our listeners, uh, if you're listening anywhere in the country, streaming our show from the heart of Colorado, how would you like to have your own consultation with Barb? You can do that. It's just one-on-one or one-on-two with you and your spouse or your family. It's 1-800-883-1518. Until we get together again next time, you can always visit Barb on the website with those retirement toolkit tools retirefinanciallyfit.com and read your copy of the book. Barb, thanks again. We'll see you again next weekend. Sounds great. See you then. All right. That's all the time we have for today's show. On behalf of Ralph and my team at SF Financial, we want to thank you for joining us today. We hope you found the information helpful. And as always, our goal each week is to help you retire financially fit. Barbara Swiatek is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. SF Financial Retirement Wealth Advisors and this station are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with the professionals specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information or situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less when originally invested. Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interest of our clients and to make full disclosure of any conflicts of interest, if any exist. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV2A page four for additional information. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by retirement wealth advisors. This radio show is a paid placement 